All right, here we go. Ready? Okay. You sure you're ready, Hassan? Uh, let me just text my mom real quick. <laughs> Are you recording? Yeah, I think we should be recording while he's texting his mother. Hey. Let me know when you're ready. And good. Welcome to Yippie Kaye Mother Podcast, a multi generational discussion of movies. Welcome to the party, pal! I'm Ralph Quartrucci. I'm Sean Paul Murphy. I'm Hassan. I'm Al. If anybody's still listening, we're going to describe it again. But we are a multi generational movie podcast, meaning Sean and I are in the older generation, basically uh, baby boomers. Hassan and Al are a little younger. Hassan's a millennial, and Al is a... I'm an Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. Baby, I guess, if you will. what that means, but they're younger than us. And this is a podcast that Sean and I were going to do alone, and we decided to open it up, and now it's multi-generational. It's been very interesting. We all have different takes on these movies, and it's been great. So Al gets to pick the movie today. Al, what is your movie? Yes, Ralph. I selected the 1987 film Hellraiser, directed and written by Clive Barker. You may know his other works, such as Hellraiser 2 and Hellbound. Nightbreed. Yeah. Nightbreed. Yes. Oh. Was that a book or a movie, Nightbreed? I think I it was believe, a movie. I think right? it was just a movie. So It might have been based on one of his Nightbreed, books. So Clive Barker wrote and directed the movie, this, this movie called Hellraiser. Hellraiser, yes. He, he, he wrote the original novella called The Hellbound Heart, which he based this upon. Did you read the books as well? I, I read Hell, Hellbound Heart, but it was uh, a long time ago, and I don't really I read that much about I read it. it. I read a number of his books as well, a number of his short Clive stories. Barker. Now, is he a horror writer? Yes. yes. The future. He was the future of horror. Stephen King said that. Yeah. Did Stephen King say Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we'll let's say um, that he said that. We're going to play yeah. a, a movie preview of this uh, so we get a sense of what we're looking at. We've all seen the movie, but I want to see how they, um, how the preview goes. I have seen the future of horror. His name is Clive Barker. I think he Stephen did King, say. he's going to be big someday. Just my soul? Just your yeah. soul. All right. And now. your flesh. Perhaps. Here we go. Best part of the movie? Just, well, describe. Tell us this was description Why of the movie. Why did you pick this film? No, no, I want to hear a description first. Description. Then we'll ask, yeah. Okay, let's see. Description. Well, it is about a weak man who is married a dominating woman, domineering woman. Why are you looking at Ralph? <laughs> yeah, I don't get <laughs> it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Ralph. Why am I looking uh, at you? A woman today, I went to get my eyes checked today, and she says, Quattrucci, 
what does that mean in Italian? I said four wives. <laughs> she, didn't, she didn't get it, but okay. So describe the movie. Describe the movie. Okay, I would say it's a fairy tale in a sense. Um, you have the evil stepmother who is married to the weak husband. He has a daughter who conflicts with the evil stepmother. Whereas, And you also have... Um, a monster. A monster, yes. Monsters from another dimension that pay visit to a house in England. It's not about them. Is it, is, does this take, no, no, wait a minute. You say house in England. The it movie does not take place in England. It does not? The movie takes place in New York City. What? Yeah. I always got that it took place they in used, They used all English actors, but, I mean, it may have been shot in England. Well, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying that the movie takes place in New York City. Okay. That, as far that, as that I may be the case. I mean, yeah. they do make all reference are, of Brooklyn. Right, but I I was oh, yeah, yeah, I was always yeah. under the impression that they had like moved back to England for some reason. No, I think I I, you're confused because book, they, no, they use a lot of English actors in this because originally it was supposed to take place in England, but I think they changed that. At least that's based on what I read when I was watching the movie. I was looking at the IMDb ah, facts because because you were so to, bored by the I movie needed, that you needed, needed to. Well, uh, I'll talk about why I was bored, but I want to hear I want to hear why you picked this movie as one why, of the ones to, to give us. That's all. Sure. So uh, I grew up watching horror movies in the 80s. I was probably like five or six when I saw this film. So this came out in 1987. How old were you in 87? I was four in 1987. <laughs> so, I did not see it when it came out. I saw okay. VHS probably like 90, 91, something okay. like that. That's uh, enough to endear a movie to you that you saw VHS. VHS. I know, it's awesome. That is, that is. Do you know what VHS is, Hassan? Yes, I know what VHS okay. is. Did you ever actually I also have ha- Yeah. Uh, what does VHS I, stand for? I'm the one for? that... I, I'm the one that uh, had to set asking. up the VHS for video my dad to teach I, him. Is a video home system or very high speed or yeah. variable high speed? We're going to find out. What does VHS stand for? It means... If we learn something every week here. Video home system. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah, I knew that. And super VHS? That would be super video <laughs> home system. <laughs> All right, so you watched it at 90-something. On, yeah, now, so, now, was there a reputation? this movie have any kind of rep that you... Like, did you have to did you sneak the VHS? Yeah, rough, you... rough. I was six. I just <laughs> like, went. When, basic... no, I'm saying when you watched it, ninety whatever, ninety. You were six and ninety. Yeah, it was like six or seven. Okay, I, you, you know, watched it... this when you were six or seven. Who gave you the VHS? It's I, 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 my That's parents probably Kevin rented Spacey. it for me. Okay, okay. So, in the '80s, they had great horror covers for VHSs, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know, sometimes they would hide horrible, terrible films, but they had great, awesome art. That's what it's all about. This has a memorable... Was he on the cover? Yes, Pinhead he was. was on the cover. Pinhead was on the cover with the box. As you can see on my shirt, which the he audience cannot see. He is wearing a Hellraiser t-shirt. Demon to some, angel to others. That's right. Can I say I am extremely disappointed that his name in the movie is Pinhead? Well, he doesn't I really thought it was going to be yeah, Hellraiser. Right. That was his son's his, nickname as a child. I thought his name was going to be Hellraiser. Like, what no, kind no, no. of they, scary That name was name given to them by guys on the set. That was not the name of the character. Yeah. He, he's stuck. a but in the captions, because he's got a lot of pins in his head. That's in all the captions. It. it says Pinhead says. Well, now because he be, be, he Pinhead. The only reason I know about this movie is because of Pinhead, only because of the image yeah, of Pinhead. Because he's an iconic. The reason I didn't like, ever see the movie until monster. the only reason I I never saw this movie until he gave it to us to watch, because I thought it was going to be the goriest, sickest thing. <laughs> I don't want to watch that kind of stuff because of Pinhead. Turns out I was wrong, but. The fact is, everybody knows about, and he wasn't even supposed to be the main guy, the main bad yeah. person. It turns out it's going to be somebody else. But 
Yeah. He became so popular that here we are, 19, 2017, Nine sequels, and there's other, there's, there's some more Pinhead movies yes. coming out. And a new remake, it looks like. And I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Al, you've met Pinhead? I, I have. I paid to meet him. In your as, in your mind? Was as, it as another are, dimension or was it in Vegas? Where no, was this? This was in, where was this? This was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Oh, oh my God. God. I've been to that one. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> did he tear your soul apart? <laughs> no, but his girlfriend did. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. She hit on you. Was that No, it? his girlfriend did not hit on me. We, oh. we shared a connection. She grew up in Pittsburgh. I grew up in Pittsburgh. We both went to the same horrible school at oh, different wow. times. Okay. Uh, anyway, back to... The movie. The movie, as to why I picked this one. Um, you know, it's... I, Wait a minute, sorry. Well, oh, well, yeah, I did name drop, didn't I? Yeah. Oh, you, right. Well, I brought it. I mean, <laughs> you didn't do it on... I asked you. Yeah, but still. Okay, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> did we, we did that on my E.T. reference? Yeah, we yes, did. we did. Okay, good. The fact that you said it again. <laughs> Anyhow, I, I think, you know, I didn't really... I, being a six or seven year old, I didn't fully understand the I the movie, <laughs> but you know the the image of Pinhead is indelible. And he's uh, only in the movie image. for how long? Maybe five minutes, right? And then, you know that's one of the great things that make great movie monsters is you know they're usually not in the film for very long. It's funny you say that. He's the nice son of bite. No, too. here's a funny, and I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I just started watching because I'm listening to. Um, you must remember this podcast, Boris which is Bella. fantastic. They're doing one on Boris Karloff and um, Bella. Look, Be- it made, Bela. Me, it made Bela. me watch um, the Black Cat. Well, yeah. I'm. Wa- I just I watched see. Frankenstein for the first time. Going to admit it. Never seen the movie. Frankenstein. Frankenstein, the original, and it's, Bride of Frankenstein. Bride's great. Okay. Frankenstein. Yeah. I don't know why they're calling either one of these great, but that's not my point. My point is the image of Frankenstein, which is what's now in our DNA. He's he's hardly in this movie. Not Frankenstein. The monster. Frankenstein isn't even... Yeah. The doctor's Frankenstein. So yeah. the fact that I only know about this movie because of Pinhead, right? I only know yeah. the image of this movie because of Pinhead. Just It's just amazing how these things become in your brain as, as the image. Yeah. And now Frankenstein from that movie has become how Frank, you know, the monster yeah. looks in every... Um, well, I mean, so, this, guy, this actor, Doug Bradley, has created a career... Based, on, based this on this monster that maybe he at total runtime across all films is maybe 40 minutes. Right. And he doesn't really do anything in the movies. Like the tall man in the fan exactly. movies. You don't see him do anything. Angus he just Frank. talks. Yeah, the other Cenobites are the ones that do all the... Well, I mean, you know, he, he, he's the okay. he's the chain guy. He sends but, the chains. But what? He, but does he? He just blinks in the chain. I forget what it's, happens. It's he, a psychic. Yeah, thing. Psychic. I think okay. we're jumping in too far. So yeah, okay. um, tell I'm us sorry. about tell us about when you first saw it and the effect it had. On okay, you. so like you know, VHS era, wa- watching it at home. Um, I, I, the things that are memorable to me are the Frank's trans- transformation scene. When he when Larry drips his blood on the floor and uh, that mm. sends the transformation scene sets it in motion, um, Julia killing, uh, you know, dudes, dudes, the chief to with the hammer, Frank, yeah, yeah. to the uh, hammer murders, yeah, the hammer yeah. murders, and they're all bald British guys. That's what I mean. They're yeah, all they're all schlubby. They're all bald British dudes. <laughs> only only some schlubby guy and she's going to go up into that creepy attic with her. Well, and she's, yeah, she's meeting him in a bar and taking him back to the house. We're all okay. Wait, wait, wait. They're desperate. They're desperate men who are looking for some. Well, they're at a. They're Why at the. Why are you looking at Ralph? <laughs> what is? <stuff? laughs> you know the, the the people who are listening to this can't see that until you bring it up. First time for everything, eh? 
Why don't you take your jacket off? Yeah. Why don't I? Do the same thing. Maybe I will. What's wrong? Uh, just one minute. Too much drink. Empty the old bladder. Did you lock this? <laughs> so you're a six-year-old watching this woman pick up schlubby guys and bring them back to the attic. Yeah, to kill That's them. That's got to affect you a little, right? I'm sure it has. <laughs> I think it has. <laughs> Well, see, okay, so Hellraiser wasn't, like, my first horror movie that I ever saw. I, um, one of my dad's girlfriend's sons showed me Nightmare on Elm Street when I was four. Oh, wow. Which, uh, you know, with dreams and stuff like that, it kind of, it kind of, you know. Yeah, that, that, thing was, was, that was probably the best horror movie of the 80s. It was. Yeah. Really? The original mm-hmm. one? Yeah, definitely. We, Especially Johnny with Johnny Depp. Depp. The Shining came out yeah, in the Johnny 80s. Depp, you mean a slasher movie? Did Shining come out in 80? I thought it was 1989. Okay, now nah, I'm, I'm That's a 70s back. holdover. Yeah, it was probably started, they probably started shooting it in 75. You know, it's funny, though, the VHS idea that you, because when Evil Dead came out, yeah. the big Evil thing Dead about has Evil a Dead, very iconic, Evil Dead 2 has a very iconic cover yeah, but, with, but that, my point, with the skull and the eyes. But the point is, that was that a movie that Evil kids Dead. only saw in VHS. They had to get like these these pirated copies of this, this Evil Dead movie, right? And it became this thing. Yeah, the fact so that the you Evil know, Dead was good. Yeah, but, I'm, but that was eighties, I guess. 85, yeah. So, so six-year-old kid, some brother of your father's girlfriend gives you Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, and uh, it sets you. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, not about that. N- not that one. Yeah. yeah. So it sets your you know your, your horror movie experience started like that with VHS. Yeah. yeah. It explains why you. So okay, so get back to Hellraiser. So Hellraiser. So uh, let's see. I I'm totally lost. We just so want to know why you like it. Six years old. Yeah. yeah. So I saw it, and then uh, you know that hit the image of him and the you know the chatterer and the lady with the, uh, the chatter right the uh, exposed larynx right and uh, the fa- yeah. fat butterball one. Yeah. There uh, four. Why are you looking at me during that? <laughs> <laughs> Finally, not at me. So there are f- four cenobites or three? Four. Four. Is he include? Is he a cenobite? Yes, yes. he is. Others. It was a 
No, no, no. You solved the box. We came. Now you must come with us. Taste our pleasures. Tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. Wait, 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 please wait. No time for argument. You've done this before, right? Many, many times. Nobody escapes us. He did. I've seen him. I've seen him. Impossible. He's alive. Supposing he had escaped us, what has that to do with you? I, I can, I can lead you to him, and you, you can take him back instead of me. Perhaps we prefer you. I want to hear him confess himself. Then maybe, maybe. But if you. We'll tear your soul apart. Wait, what about uh, the, the fourth the, one? The floating one. Before we get into which Cenobite, let's um, which Cenobite is your favorite Cenobite? Oh, Pinhead, obviously. Yeah, Pinhead. I mean, is that it's thing followed that... by a close second for a Chatter? Maybe if he had more of a personality, but uh, I, I like but the from, creature from a movie standpoint. This was Clive. Barker directed this movie. First, yeah. his first, first film. film. It was his last one? I hope. No. No. Can um, I, um, may I take a moment to oh, read Roger Ebert's review? I would review? love to hear Roger Ebert's review of this. <laughs> I'll read yes. the first paragraph and a half of it. So it's like, this is from Robert Ebert's. He gave it a half a star. <laughs> I have seen the future of the horror genre, and his name is Clive Barker, Stephen King. Now there's a blurb Stephen King should have written under one of his pen names. <laughs> he may have seen the future of horror genre, but he has almost certainly not seen Hellraiser, which is a dreary piece of as dreary a piece of goods has masqueraded as a horror in many a long cold night. This is one of those movies you sit through with mounting dread as the fear grows inside of you that it will indeed turn out to be feature length. <laughs> Obviously, he didn't like the movie. Yes, I agree with Roger Ebert. I agree with Roger, but Did, but didn't he didn't he write Beyond the Valley of the Dolls? Yeah, but or that's yeah. different. That's not right. Roger he didn't review that. One. Also, they, listen, Roger Ebert was well, not Ebert, a horror movie fan. He didn't like Aliens either, or Alien Aliens. He didn't like. So. Well, he changed his review. He didn't like Unforgiven too. But then he said that was a misfire. Yeah. But oh, you know what? The worst thing about Roger Ebert is this. Because my grandmother had all these old, old um, what do you call it? Those Reader's Digest, and there was a review in it of Night of the Living Dead. And which he says, like, this is the film that's going to destroy cinema. This is a horrible, yeah. well, they, nasty the hint, film. Yeah. And then later on, Cisco and Ebert, when they do, like, the 10, like, they did, like, the 10 great horror films, they put that in there in, like, one of the top ones. And they both talked about how much they loved it. And I'm like, well, you I believe. read your review, you bastard. You know? So you, first time you saw this movie was when you were six. Yes. Right. And, and I, I think it, in terms of. You know, seeing it at six, it was the imagery that was like sure. I because you wouldn't understand anything it, yeah. else. There's a lot of sexual undertones, obviously. Frank yeah. and her banging away up in the yeah. wedding dress and all that. So you, I mean, as a six year old, that, but like the image of Hellraiser and faces being torn apart, ripped, and ripped off, ripped yeah. apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, visually, the movie is interesting. The well, stuff they did, that's all practical, I think, a lot yeah, of it. Yeah, except when they do the um, like digital effects, 
it's really well, crappy, those, like the lightning, the, the lighting. superimposed of, digital uh, effects. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, feel like, about. I feel like for that time, that was is, pretty is that good. Digital though, or is that more like no? That's drawn. probably that's drawn. That's probably that's, yeah. yeah, that's drawn. But it's like I so, can't watch Ghostbusters when they like do the light effects and things like that because it's all that drawn. Where, stuff that you gotta like. suspend your belief sometime, man. Oh, back well, to Birdman things, again. Yeah. Back, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, I think for me, because it's like an 80s film and I was a kid, like... like I get a, why you... I, I can look, look like past all that again. stuff. That's just like well, because, a part of that film for me. But again, back then in 87... Okay, the, 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 the superimposed stuff when they pull the pull the box up and that blues the blue light. Yeah. But the effects of the as Frank as as That's his body is pre as, as his body some is, great makeup some great stuff going on in there from yeah. from a makeup standpoint. I mean, for, a, for me the practical effects. I mean, for Frank's transformation scene is up there with the transformation scene in don't don't. I'm gonna say it. Don't American Werewolf. No. Yes. No, that guess, John Landis directed yes. movie. Oh, boy. American Werewolf. Murderer. Oh, N- and not, but not uh, as good as like something in the thing. The yeah. thing is for well, me. Well, the thing is, is the, the bar. That's the bar. What uh, year was the that? Thing is, that was eighty. That was like thing was eighty two. Eighty two. No, so, so uh, but that's not horror. That's science fiction. So that was probably best science. That's sci-fi that's a, that's horror. A horror. That's a horror. Can we that's show body. that transformation scene with the thing? Yeah, let's show it. Show what? what you pointed out. We'll show it. The Did, transformation scene. Oh well, we can't see it. We're a well, radio well, which show. transformation scene do we want to talk about? The we thing? could talk about the dogs transforming with the tentacles. We could talk about oh, the doctor about getting thing. his arms. Have, wait, back off up. By... Have you seen the thing? No. Okay, so don't worry about All it. Right. That will that will definitely be not... one of the movies we'll look at. Yeah, in we're going to have the Hassan's. That's you know what you get two. Whatever the next movie is, you have to do two of them. What? Why? Because you need to see the thing. I can't believe you haven't seen the thing. Yeah. Okay, then someone pick the thing. And no, I'll no, watch no, it. no. I'm picking the next movie, and I'm you get thing as a bonus. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> you haven't seen the thing. So the thing was 82. This was 87. Seven. It's unbelievable how much better the thing is compared well, to this. The thing was a universal picture. Yeah. This was oh, he new, did this new world or whatever was Shoe Roger string. Corman. The, oh, really? Yeah. So the this budget is, on the thing was fifteen million dollars, whereas for Hellraiser, twelve dollars. Probably it's, it looks like it. I don't mean that. I mean, we have silence. Dead air. Oh, the budget was a million dollars. Yeah. So I mean, does that include still, the actors? Still a lot. Of I would assume so. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that explains a lot. <laughs> So I mean, yeah. comparatively no. for that for that scene alone, I think they probably spent if they the had a million budget. dollars and they pulled that off, yeah, frankly, that's that's pretty good. No, I tell you what, but from a story point of view, the drawn on stuff sucks, but most of the makeup effects are you know are really terrific. And but the one that I hate is when she's being pursued by that thing where it has the mouth on the head on the bottom. <laughs> oh yeah, the well, you could tell it's like. Yeah, that's that fake. that is so fake that I would just cut I would have cut it out of it. But let me ask I would have cut it out of the movie. Do you understand the movie? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, what? I okay for me, watching it now as an adult, for me it's like you kind have, of like an adult, so-called yeah, adult, so-called yeah. adult. You have the wicked stepmother. You have Larry, who's a weak husband. He gets he gets cuckolded by his wife and brother mm-hmm. on their like. You know, by the way, Larry, night, or, Larry played by who? 
Andrew Robinson. Who's his? Who's he the son of? Is he somebody's famous son? Edward G. Robinson. Oh, I didn't know that. But you know what? Also you definitely played Scorpio see, in. Uh, I was about to say that's what freaks me out because I don't. I don't want to interrupt, but he was so freaking good and dirty easy, Harry right. playing Scorpio, right? But you know, and he's such a wuss. In I don't this know film. who. I don't know the woman playing the main lady. What's her name? Clint. Julia. Julia. She's Julia. been a lot of English TV. Yeah, I think she's probably. She was probably a real actress. So was he. <laughs> yeah. But he. I mean, they all come off as stiff. Anyway, I'm sorry. We are we'll continue. We'll, we we should not trash. Yeah, come we'll on. Continue. We don't want to trash a movie yet. We'll, we'll do that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll. We got some time. So, okay, so you have you know Larry gets cuckolded on his like night before his wedding. I understand. They, they have sex on ha- Julia and Frank have sex on her wedding dress. Only three thrusts. There was at least five. Well, they said more than one three thrusts. It's a rated X. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but anyway, so you have um, <laughs> they cut it. They cut it with the thrusts with the mattress. It was a half a thrust, I think. They kept <laughs> on going partial back to thrust. the mattress. It was a partial thrust. Get around it. No wonder he was seeking pleasure elsewhere. Could only. Uh, but it, it, okay, so wait, but you, you also if you watch the so movie, you're you're already putting like uh, uh, metaphors on it. This the wicked stepmother and the next you're going to say the, he died at the third act and then he was just, <laughs> right and, and it's, it's a Jesus Christ. It's a Jesus allegory and. No, I don't think it's al- well. I, I think the I, I Jesus you wept the line. The Jesus wept line was just thrown in there. That's, I, yeah. that's an awesome line, yeah. by the way. But the high came, point of the movie yeah, that he came up. But, Jesus wept. <laughs> I, I guess for me the whole movie is like transgressive. So it's about Ooh. it's about infidelity. It's about bondage and sadomasochism. So far so good. It's about incest. Why didn't I like it? Yeah. What? It, it's about incest. Like Chinatown. How's this it incest? Just, this is just Frank and his Frank, uh, niece. Frank's a brother in law. No, Frank no, is oh, right. Frank brother. goes after Frank Uncle. goes after the, the daughter. Uncle, yeah, and yeah. not only does Frank go after the daughter, he goes after the daughter in her father's skin. Yeah. Oh, so it's like uh, double yeah. incest. It's double you know, incest. Wow, I that I, crosses the line. I, I misunderstood. <laughs> that, doesn't yeah, that as bad wait, as incest doesn't that, is that double crosses? But it. doesn't that negate it? No, that, it's like you flip a battery the wrong. Doesn't that? Yeah. yeah it's so not no, incest no, I think that's even worse. I think that's even. I oh, think it's, it's like putting two batteries together. Oh. Yeah. But it's, but, wow. You know what? It was only three for. I'm impressed that you pulled this. That's okay. I mean that's that's so, partly why I like it because it is transgressive. It is not like the most well-made movie that wait has and wait ever been Shocker. made. Shocker! Are you <laughs> kidding me? You're actually going to admit that? I the movie takes too much time in that staircase during the that damn they go up and down that staircase a lot. I think that's the and, main and set. the idea that every time they look at the doors, the door thing, right? They look one door, then not to mention the continuity errors, the cut on this side, the thing it, on this I, side. I mean. But again, it's a first-time director. He had a direct in a house. That was a real house. That wasn't a set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The attic was a set. The they were probably thing. sleeping in the attic yeah, house. Yeah, probably. The attic was the only set. The other stuff was all. So that stairway was actually a stairway in the house. If you're but, shooting in a big house, I just want to say, in the movie business, it's always cool if it's a real set, a real house. Does it actually sleep there? That's, that's oh, where I guess it does. Of course, people get there early and wake you up. Yeah. So, but that's not Have you story. done that? No, but because other people got all the rooms first. Yeah. Um, but I guess like so when you first see Julia, 
in a flashback when she first meets Frank, she's very nice. She's at the front and door. She, that one where he walks at the front. Oh, yeah, he's in the rain. rain. I'm it's Brian raining. Frank. He's so sexy in the rain. That's yeah. the other thing about Frank. Well, yeah. it's like she she's so nice and sweet, and then he takes her, and then she becomes like um, she she becomes frigid towards Larry at least because she's been well, holding yeah. this like love for Frank this entire time. I think it wasn't really love. I think it was more like lust. Yeah. Animal Extreme passion. lust. Yeah. Okay. But you seem, okay. You now. You're giving it a lot of uh, back, you know, you're really adding okay, some weight why? to there that, I mean, that would look like a soap, a bad soap barber when he's well, at the window, at the door and it's raining mm-hmm. and she's in the wedding thing. Well, the, the thing oh. is, that it, I don't know why, okay, but you like, were it looks like the beginning of a D.H. Lawrence it, novel. It, 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 <laughs> like the look of it kind of reminds me of Flowers in the Attic. With, uh, you're not helping yourself. Is that a movie? <laughs> it is. It has VC Andrews. Yeah, but it has that 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 grimy, like soft looking, like '80s look, film look. I don't. It know. was like it was Cinemax before really... Cinemax. I mean, it was right. The '80s to I me, just... as I'm watching movies now, the '80s are like unlike the '90s. I haven't discerned the style, but. 80s, there's a certain lighting to 80s. Well, do you ever see MacGyver, MacGruber? No. You haven't seen MacGruber? I have to see MacGruber. <laughs> they, do a, they do a sex scene in there <laughs> that is a complete 80s sex scene that he yeah. flips and does a complete... Yeah. I, it's, you gotta, uh, I'll give you the DVD. Okay, or, so, I don't think I have that on Laserdisc. So Ellen Burstyn... Oh, no, wait, never mind. The, this is accident. Boy, I didn't <laughs> Ellen Burstyn? Ellen Burstyn. What the heck? Wait a second. That, that was the... <laughs> <laughs> that was the 2014 version. Of what? Nurse Ratchet was in the original Flowers in the Attic. She played the evil grandmother. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, the woman who played Fletcher. Nurse Ratchet? Yeah. You mean? Oh. Uh, Louise Fletcher. Yeah. yeah. So um, it kind of has that look yeah. that, that I associate. Because that's another film that I saw when I was young, which was kind of messed up. It's just, I mean, <laughs> you know, you watch the trailer of this movie, and it looks like a real movie. When you watch the movie, as I was telling Sean, it's yeah. like you, you just like they took the film and you took a bunch of like from an editing standpoint, especially we may talk about the second one. There was a sequel to this, if you can believe that, which is really good. You should and see it's it. like, and it's like they just took it, scenes, threw it up in the air, and go, oh, oh it, here's how it landed. In the trailer or in the movie? The movie. Yeah. No, the trailer looks well cut. Yeah, well done because nobody has to say anything. Yeah. Like the woman who plays the girl. Wait, she's not, are she's, we talking about Kirsty or Julia? The daughter, Kirstie. Kirstie is the daughter of Larry, the weak-willed husband. Yeah. I feel sorry for, I tell you, the acting is where this movie dies. The acting, not the directing? Because you talk about, uh, you know, okay. Well, you know what? I think Because Robinson isn't a bad actor. What? Robinson Robinson is a good actor. Good actor. How do you look in this one? He did not look good. I think he's, I don't think he's a bad actor. We're trashing on it. You said you liked this better than... Oh, I definitely liked it better than you did. Well, I, well you know, but, but I watched both. I couldn't take my eyes off this one. Well, See, so you must have liked something about it. I couldn't take my eyes off it. See, again, it must have been interesting enough. I couldn't enough. believe that somebody would actually make I it. Had I think to, that's what it is. You know, and I was waiting for, honestly, it was about the pinhead character. Yeah. I was waiting to see what is everybody, what is the, and, and yep. it's, it's a completely visual thing with this guy. And he was in an illusion of him, or an illusion or whatever I'm t- an homage to him was in that Cabin in the Cabin Woods movie. Woods. Yeah. yeah. Both the box and him. And yeah, I was going to mention that. He had a that. saw through the mouth, but <laughs> it was a saw through the mouth, not the pinheads, but it was an illusion to him. Pinhead was everything for me to watch it. 
and then there was nothing. He was there. He, he was there. You're right. But he was there. <laughs> he was there. He was I was the expecting. He was in one of the boxes. And I was also expecting some gross. Like there was some stuff in there that was what, pretty why gory. Why were you but, expecting gross? Because that's because I recommended it. No, or? no, no. Because I had heard. No, I heard this about before. Wait, you why were you expecting Pinhead in Cabin in the Woods? No, no, I wasn't. I was saying oh, he's okay. he's he's, a, he's so iconic. Now. He's yeah, so yeah. iconic that he's now in our conscious, like Frankenstein is. Well, yeah. not Fra- the monster. I'm yeah, sorry. Frankenstein's well, monster. Well, here's here's my problem. Frankenstein's monster. Yes. One thing I I like, I can tell why they cast Andrew Rob- Robinson is for the end when he takes Frank takes him over. That's pretty cool, and the cool stuff with him dying at the end. That's cool. Yeah, because the actor but played Claire, Frank. Claire Higgins, who plays Julia, and I'm not going to fault her because she has a long and distinguished career. Not like high, you know, not stuff that we'd all see here, but she obviously can act. But a lot of times you'd see her reactions, and you're sitting there thinking. Her reactions are totally divorced from what she is didn't going know on. she was doing a horror movie. She did, yeah. She it's like I'm she, just I read there, that in IMDb. Me. She yeah. didn't know. Well, re- reactions to what exactly? Like, like sometimes she'll be like, I just her just her reaction shots are always wrong. So like she can't decide when when she's supposed to be horrified or when she's going to be filled with lust. Because she didn't know she but, was doing but, a horror but movie. But isn't that the point? She can't, like, her character can't but, decide you know, whether she. Yeah, but if is you horrified. saw, if you saw intelligence, well, she's by dealing her with eyes. her. Like, oh my god, I don't know why I love this guy, but I can't help it. It's just I'm going to hammer dudes in the head for him. Yeah, and you know, so uh, to me, she kills it. I the Christie character, I think, is is Kirstie. a better actor, Kirsty. Kirsty. But I just, I'm just amused. <laughs> Muse by her because I think she's dressing like Cindy Lauper. Well, you know? I mean, this and, and was so this... she is so eighties that to me that's a good thing because it just reminded me of. Is this, this the version that had the guy song. eating the, cr- uh, the 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 grasshoppers? Yes, in yes. There, yeah. yeah. I, I, that was that, gross. That, that, that was character. random. And that's the devil. I, I'm, we ass- think. We don't I'm know assuming who he is. that's the dragon. Devil. Yeah. I mean, he turns. He into, flies away at yeah. the end, a and he's in the dragon at the end, right? Yeah. And he's in the second one too. What? How does that fit in? No. How does that fit okay, in? I, I How does can't, anything I can't, fit I, in in this? This is the what? Okay, so like, it's a serviceable plot. Why does he keep plot. going after Kirsty? Well, here it's a it's a great little plot. What's the plot? The plot is you open up the box, and, and the Cenobites come some, after you. Once you open up the box, it's a journey. Wait, once you open up the box, you're in hell. No, no once no. you open up the box, you the get bo- the box. Okay, Frank. Let's talk about Frank for a second. Let's talk about Frank. Okay, he's he bought the box. He's a bad. He's a bad boy. He's, he's obvi- a naughty boy. He is a naughty boy. He's obviously gone through life to where, to a point where he can't fill anything anymore. Like so me. in order to transcend humanity or whatever, he buys the box in order to get this ultimate experience, which I, he clearly right. doesn't. Can I ask you a serious he question? He clearly doesn't know what he's he's doing. Are you getting that motivation from the book or from the movie? I'm getting it from the movie. Did you I read the book? It, I get that. Wait. I got that from the movie. How? He had he had he's. He went through all of life's pleasures, all the pictures with all the sex stuff he did. Yeah, you all the girls. All the, yeah. Oh, so he needed something. Yeah. Something he, he, he needed to go to the next level. Else. It's like how. So he, he goes you know, to the like Mogwai guy with DMT. the. Yeah. Yeah. So happy. guy. <laughs> so he's had sex with lots of girls. He got bored with it. So he wants hooks through his body and his flesh torn. Well, no, I, he didn't want the, that, you know, right? He knew the box. No, he he knew the box. Promise. Because they give you both pleasure and pain. Yeah. It's the pleasure. And you oh. don't care how. Okay, that's... So this is the whole, like, BDSM thing of the And movie. you got that when you were six years old? No, this okay. is me now. <laughs> okay. Now he gets into wow. it. The, the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the six-year-old thing is Pinhead, the transformation, 
her feeding Frank the dudes and maybe the skeletal dragon thing at the end, right? Right. But right. now it's like there, there's even though this movie is not successfully edited or acted or whether there's still like or shot or shot. Right. There's still like themes there. I, every okay, yeah. I got it. And unlike Birdman, <laughs> and, and and because I enjoy like Shots. transgressive filmmaking, I enjoy like transgressive themes. So like, I I like like there's this weird double incestry thing going on, and that you know the point is to transcend your human flesh to go to this other dimension to see where you can find pleasure and then you find these travelers who are willing to give it to you but it's more than you bargained for you, you know, are that... giving this movie way more <laughs> no I got all of that well, yeah, for, uh, you know what I got acting. all that his I description like is better than you heard Siskel and Eber talk about you know a movie is bad when if somebody sits and talks about the movie yeah. and it's way better than the movie <laughs> yeah. the movie sucked okay yeah. now from what you just said that makes the movie interesting, but this movie ain't it. It is for you, and that's yeah. fine. And maybe if I look at it again, based on what you just told me, I, I might get a different. But now, Al, yeah, okay, it, it was not done well. Like I didn't get. I mean, for me, that's forgivable. Yeah. What me not liking it? No, no, oh. because it, even even though it's not even though it's not done well, that's forgivable because the ideas are there. There's okay, he, he was going for movie. something. Yeah. Right, and he just wasn't polished. And, and, and he, it's different. And he had no money. I mean, a yeah. million dollars is nothing. That's why I was saying I wish he had picked Lord of Illusions better. You know, Clive Barker's, like, you know, film came out years later because I thought that was a better movie overall, but not as iconic as Who's in that Lord? Like, Scott Bakula. Oh, Scott I know Bakula. that one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that yeah. where he goes in the gray? He, he, like, There's, like, a magician. Yeah. With that magician society. Oh, see, that's also. that's a good that? one. Lord of Illusion. Yeah. Oh. I went with the iconic one. Sorry. I like Scott Bakula. That's one. You know, um, it's because you like Quantum Leap. I do. <laughs> Especially the JFK episode. Oh, my God. So, right. you know, here here's a question you can... Maybe I missed this, and maybe you can answer it. Okay, so she's killing these guys. Yeah. With the hammer. And he's, like, devouring some of their flesh and blood. And they're like little skeletons when they're done that they can easily lift up. Where is she putting all of these? She's not, like, Wait, hiding them. Don't, they're in that other room. They're, yeah, they're in the, the other room across the hall. I can't remember if you, you see that in two or that. not. No, you see it in one. Okay. Well, I, I think yeah, that's what I mean. She's room. like hiding them in the house. I think they're yeah. How many is. dead bodies? Yeah, can there's hide no the way. She's like, well, they're not. They're she just only kills like three or four not, of these guys. He sucked all their life. after one. You got one room. One. It's not a giant house. You got one room where you got I think the it's, skeletal it's, it's brother. It's the room directly across the hall yeah. from the attic is where it she's is. putting them. It is, but also they're they're basically mummified. He sucked out all of the juice, right. so it's they're, not going to Yeah, stink. there's no flesh. There's nothing. It's just okay. a skeleton at that point. Okay, I'm, well, I'm willing to go that, but I would rather have set it down and go, wow, it's amazing how these don't stink and won't alert the rest of the people living in the oh, house. Oh, you're looking up. <laughs> so, oh, my God. All right. I would, I would be horrible screaming so, when I say that. So, but to me, that kept bothering me. <laughs> the movie every time had not an ounce somebody. of realism in it. But see, you, that's, it's that's you. Realism. You for are, me. You for love me. realistic films. I like films no, that are. No, no, you know, let's back up a second. Let's back up a second. Hey, dude, back up. I understand that some <laughs> movies are going to have some metaphors and things that some allegories. Okay, I understand allegories, right? I'm telling you, I do. So I'm you have sure. to believe me. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> You're a reliable character. I, I can't name one right now, yeah. but I think I could understand allegories. Every movie is an allegory about something. Every movie represents something that that writer was writing about, correct? But the movie has to, I mean, 
I just don't. It, it, it Wait, just didn't. It didn't. It was crazy. I mean, it just went it, nowhere. Yeah, but but I couldn't. With that? Honestly, honestly, I'm going to tell you, <laughs> I couldn't take my eyes off it. I couldn't. I couldn't because I couldn't believe it was going to get worse than the last scene, and it got worse and worse. I don't know. And, how did it get worse? I thought it got better at the end when Frank. I don't. I don't understand how he made the transformation into Frank into um, uh, Larry. Larry. Great but names, was, by the once way. La- but finally, it's Larry. like Andrew Robinson was unleashed in that scene. You know, it's like I mean, as suddenly an actor. he's yeah, as an actor, he right. suddenly and has he did fun. look different. Yeah. He looked. There was he a had look. That, there yes, was that look exactly. Because maybe, and that shows how good he is. Because yeah. as Larry, he was kind of being cut yeah, I was and just all wishing that. someone would hit him in the head. I thought it would probably do him. A while favor. the mattress guys were hitting on the head. wife, while they're putting the mattress, while he's helping with the mattress. Yeah, I thought. I thought everybody he ate recreated his old body. I didn't know he was like. Taking parts of other people's well, then body. They, well, ultimately he was trying. In yeah, which oh, case, I feel like his yeah, own good... skin would so have Larry, regenerated how, why instead did he of become Larry's Larry? skin. That and was not my the other next guys. question. These little short, bald, old uh, I, I would assume, British guys. I, I would assume because the build. jig was up and he didn't have time to get another... Uh, ultimately I, he was trying to get his own body back? Yeah, he was trying to get his own skin back, but I think... He sort of transformed himself. I think ultimately, like... Kirsty had discovered what was going on, and he didn't have time to get another victim in order to complete the process. So his he, skin did come off easily when it got scratched. So he did. Jesus so he took God. the skin of Larry and put it on. Yeah. Who's the uh, the other horror person that does that? Hannibal Lecter, or uh, no, Buffalo Leather. Bill does oh, what? Yeah, it's Buffalo. It's Buffalo Bill. No, not, I don't consider that a horror. Takes people's skin. A, um, what size of the lambs? Well, yeah. Yes, I don't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a horror movie, yeah. but it's definitely got some. But as far elements. as as far as mm-hmm. like characters go, I yeah, Kirstie is probably a waste. Her boyfriend is definitely a waste. There's no I love his shirts though. Those shirts that yeah, he you was had. Wearing. Those shirts. I I I don't know if I had them. I love them. As far as like character arcs, it's <laughs> Julie and Julie and Frank is the most interesting because she starts out. She falls. She has incredible lust for him. Whatever. After he, you know, he takes her and he kills her. Though, right? Right. Exactly. So he like, doesn't care about her. She'll do anything. Uh, what a bad. Wasn't that an accident though? Didn't he accidentally stab yeah, her? He didn't care. He was well, she's the... dying, he might as well suck the life out. Yeah. Well, he what, once he realized he stabbed her, he was like, "I right, whatever." I'll... Right. I mean, but he, 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 he never still, cared. He, he just even though this person is totally devoted to him and will, you know, kill for him, he still like turns on her in the end. Right, he so, turned on her after they had sex Frank the was first a dick. time. He was yeah. like, yeah, "That's Frank it, I need." Like, like you I said, need Frank more. is like looking out for himself. He wants whatever I can get all the time. I don't. So explain to me, Frank wanted to be in hell, getting torn apart. Yeah, I think the idea was to transcend the flesh and to achieve like a new form of pleasure. However, to work. However, obviously the chains came out of the box and tore him to pieces. Can I just? honestly say right now i'm glad that's an allegory <laughs> that i don't understand yeah because i don't understand that what don't i got that what? transcending to have my flesh torn apart for pleasure that's the thing I don't though get for that's, who for, for some people it's for millennials that's what we <laughs> hey, do some older people life isn't are very bad enough you gotta, you gotta someone tear your flesh to make you feel better how about I throw some? Some people at you? see. I got, I'm looking at those. How about I just? Whip I'm some not saying. I'm not saying that that's my thing okay. yet. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying. Not yet. <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest. Couldn't take my eyes off it, and so much that when this was over, I, I can't believe you watched. I got number two. 
I went number two. Which <laughs> <laughs> and the film came out. <laughs> I went number two. Then I had to go Did up to you, the bathroom. You transcended. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. If you want to find out Pinhead's origin story, watch number two. You find out in the like first five minutes. You barely. Oh, right. You do. But yeah. Now it's, I don't get it. You but, know, yeah. here's the thing, and you know, and we should let Hassan speak, but. Bringing Ebert back in, he always says the problem is that they always remake good films. This is a film that didn't need the sequels, and I hope they do it. This is a film, usually I like a short film, but this is a film I would like a little more now. I would like to have seen more of Pinhead. Yeah, I would like which to have you seen see in talk. part two. Yeah, Barely, but, but it's not think really that much more They either. should remake this film with, they should remake this film. This original story. I, I still I think, think it could less be done is more. well with good actors and a better director. This could be a really good horror movie. It could be classic, icon. It's iconic now, but it could be really good if it was done. If it was done. But better. I, I guess in, in terms of like thinking about like what, even though it's shoddily made, what movie is there that's like this from the eighties that deals with like these kinds of themes? Eighties. That's okay. You got me. What transcendent. Well, just like the, this transgressive, yeah, this with the transgressive nature of the movie. Um, uh, Hellraiser, <laughs> I can name that one. I have no idea. What I the, don't know. Oh my god! You, my if, I, if there was a quiz, I could. I wish I'd known before. I could have done some study. Yeah, yeah. Know. Let me go on the. Uh, let me see. Transgressive movies from the eighties. Hassan, what did you think? You've been pretty quiet. Yeah, you oh, yeah quiet help us out here. Uh, I was gonna say. The did you about... like this movie? I I liked I liked that like someone used all those uh, themes in a movie and came up with it, but I what I, I did not like the movie. But Where, did not Ralph like the going? movie? Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't you didn't like see the, it in Egypt between Jackie Chan movies. <laughs> I didn't like that. I didn't get like where was he getting the box from? He bought it from the Mogwai guy. Come on. Mogwai? Yeah, that was a great... or a gremlin, but he took then, the like, you could hear, And you could hear, like... It seemed like it was, like, more of a Middle Eastern country, though. Yeah. It's, it's sort like, of de- derogatory. Kind of, like, well, it could have been... Yeah, that part was kind what, of What, that? Like, you mean where he buys the box? Yeah. Well, they come back to it at the end, another dude buys the box. Yeah, but it's still in the same place with right. the same guy. Yeah, where's that guy getting the boxes? Well, nowadays, he wouldn't have to go. He could get it, you know, on the Internet. Yeah, but why... Exactly. Why is that same Asian guy... I, yeah, I think th- he's that I can't explain. And why? I think that, that was Asian just slapped on there. Probably. <laughs> you think that was slapped on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, something was actually slap shot. I on think this. someone slapped. Yeah. It was like a double like stereotype because it had like that mysterious Asian guy providing the the box to the hell box thing, but it was also like in a Middle Eastern company country where like you get like all these like it's a double stereotype. It is with. Double incest. Oh, I heard the yeah. double, double stereotype. Double your pleasure. Double your fun. Double your. Um... It's amazing, though, that how popular. The, I mean, it's like I said, 2017. There's still how many? How many nine sequels were made? I, I think there are nine. Uh, the I, ninth I, one does not have. Who Doug is, I had who? never seen this movie, and I was also surprised that, like, when I saw Cabin in the Woods, I was like, "Oh, it's that that guy is Pinhead." I didn't know his name was Pinhead. What did the like, um, oh, What did the actor that you met? Did he say anything? Did you have a conversation with him? No, because I was too busy talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> I think you were showing yeah, judgment. That is pretty good. Was she in a movie? No. Oh, because I was going to hit the bell again if she was. Excuse me. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm glad Ralph, that was Ralph's a beer. Ralph's opening beers. Uh, I thought it could have been something else. So, um, 
By the way, I'm the only one not drinking a beer, but I was drinking lemonade. Now nice. more water, water lemonade with a, with um, a taste of, of cocaine. Cocaine. No, we cocaine in his lemonade. I'm sure there was a lot of cocaine on the set. I'm just guessing. Maybe it was oh the eighties. Eighty-seven. Yeah. That was during the snowstorm period. He's from Hollywood. He would know. He, yeah. I've seen Hollywood that, from Baltimore. Does that require a ring? No. Cocaine? <laughs> no. Being from Hollywood. No, we're not. No, we're not no we do not condone. We uh, do not condone drugs or right. ringing of the bell for drugs. Um, <clears throat> and it's interesting. Uh, again, I thought there was going to be a lot more gory. And that's why I never watched the movie. It was very gory. But not, it wasn't like uh, uh, was Eli like, Roth. It wasn't gory. like Blood Feast or something? Yeah. No, or? it wasn't like any of that stuff. It did was they, actually quite tame. Did yeah. they do the whole thing where they use uh, pig's flesh to, for the hook thing? Do you know? I have no, no idea. That the, the hook stuff? Yeah. That looked like leather. Someone's leather uh, jacket they had on the set. Yeah. What can we make look like skin? I have a brown leather jacket. All right, we'll throw some hooks in that. Let's see what happens. No, it I all heard, looked. I heard there was a thing where like they used like dead pigs to... For this movie? No, for that like, would be unclean. In, hor- in horror movies, like, I saw that would be transgressive. I just saw something <laughs> where they, yeah, I read something that they were using pig flesh and pig guts for to, yeah, movies. yeah, I forget what it was, but yeah, it might have been this one. I have no idea. Um, You're not allowed he, to kill animals now. Did movies. he direct any more, Clive Barker? Yeah, he directed like at least four other. I'm features. pretty sure he did. He Night directed Breed. Nice Beast. He directed Lord of Illusion and one other thing, I believe. Oh, he did Lord of Illusion? Yeah. He got some skills. You know, for a directorial debut of a guy who's a writer and therefore not fluent necessarily in film, he did a, he did a pretty good job. And um, he was really – most of that budget went to makeup. I had to. Yeah. That Frank makeup, the, the – yeah. Red, the red yeah, know, the, um, skin the, body. There thing. was really the, some good the makeup. Thing, I also want to bring this up. The thing that I associate with that movie, too, is so Frank is skinless throughout most of the film. There was a interstitial on Nickelodeon called The Inside Out Boy. And what ha- what happens with this per- <laughs> this character is he swings over a swing set and his he gets turned inside out. So he's like skinless and you can see all his like muscles and organs and stuff. So I like kind of associated that with that. Was that a kid show? It was just like a short interstitial on Nickelodeon during like the early 90s. What the hell? I think you've had some problems. <laughs> I think we're going to have the police follow you home. Wait, that sounds like cocaine-induced <laughs> memory. I don't know. What the hell? I could show it to you. No. Look it up on YouTube. No, 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 no. I'm good. YouTube. We'll, we'll make that. Well, next week, we'll make that next week's movie. <laughs> That'll have to be my homework. Yeah. Um, oh, I also want to mention the score. I love the score. As opposed to like some crap that David Shire puts out. Wow! Whoa! Yeah. Shots fired. Shire, Shire, uh, hate Shire shade. Yeah, they, call that yeah. Shire shade. That's I, four episodes ago, and you're going back and <laughs> nailing that, or three episodes ago, nailing that. I, Shire. I think with any other score, the film would have felt a, a lot more flat in terms of like. I don't even remember this. What's the score? I mean, I know what a score. I'm is, not going to sing it for you. No, but is there? It's orchestral, and it's kind of like a dark orchestral thing. And when you see Pinhead for the first time, you know there's a big swell. There's orchestral there. movements in the dark. Yes, exactly. Great band. Yeah. No, not as good as Bad Dal Ballet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anything with ballet in it. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, hey, Black Swan. That's another one we should do. I do want to mention that I've never seen it. The uh, Coil, a music group Coil from the 80s, they did an alternate score to the 
to the, for the film that was not used. So check that out. Uh, it's much more subdued, and there's like uh, music box music for the uh, for the box scene. Mm-hmm. But I, I think with that score, with no one else have hearing it. Uh, he- you don't think that's no one have heard, has heard it yet. Um, it's much more subdued and not as good as what they ultimately used. Because I feel like... Look at all the money they spent just on that having another score. <clears throat> yeah, it's amazing. They could have spent on acting. <laughs> well, you got to wonder, like... I think, by, by the way, when I say the actors are bad, I think... Cause the Again, thing, I don't blame the actors. Yeah, I don't blame the actors. Except I really the guy believe... with the cigarette in his mouth, that guy. Yeah, I, I really I, believe they were probably not directed properly. And when you're, they were probably dealing with things they weren't seeing necessarily. Well, and, here's the other thing: they were all British actors, I think. And there were not not the main people. Not not actually. Like worried. Frank was a British actor with an American voice dubbed in, and you got to wonder if like the boyfriend was a British actor with an American dub voiced in, which helps explain some of the clunkiness of the acting. Right yeah. now, now the main guy, Larry uh, Robinson. Yeah. You know, he had his normal. You know, he was an American, you yeah. know, guy. Um, so you just wonder if that added to the it had to have added to the clunkiness, but the like Krista, Kirsty, Kirsty, Krishna, oh, just, she was over the top in everything she did. Everything was. I thought she was high. better than Julia. Well, uh, I don't know about that. Julia was kind matrix. of a sex kitten in that, you know. She couldn't figure out when to be a sex kitten. Well, she had to bring the guys back to hammer them in the head and all that. So she yeah. had to kind of. What about the weird scene? And maybe is when oh, which, right. which weird when, scene? When, when he she's had trying, you know, when when Larry's trying weird to have sex scene. with her, and Frank turns up in oh, the bedroom with the rat, with the rat, and he skins yeah, the, the rat. What's with that? <laughs> well, what I, the it's, hell? It's, it's foreshadowing for what he's going to do to Larry. Yeah, but did did he what when Larry got out of bed? Did he like notice? Rat skins. Like no, Larry, rat. Larry is an unobservant, weak-willed guy. Uh, very unobservant. I think he was an alcoholic. I think they were playing off that he was drinking all the time. Could yeah, be. I mean, that's. I think that was brought up a couple of times. That I if think I he, was married to Julia and I had my wife upstairs killing people with a hammer, she, he I'd didn't drink know that. Too. He didn't know that. He well, didn't know. He didn't even know she was. Subconsciously, he kept, you know when How many wife times did they walk up and down the attic stairs? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, attic stair walking going on yeah. in that. So, um, it's a good movie. You should go see it. Okay, I I hated the movie and I loved. I I couldn't take my eyes off it. I'm not. I told you. I, I it, it's worth at least seeing once. You have to see it, I guess. And then uh, see number. If you two. really want to see one that is number two, is just literally number two. <laughs> no, no way. Number two is great. Uh, so none of the other Hellraisers were directed by Clive Barker. I don't even think no. number two was. No, uh, it wasn't. Did Pinhead ever direct one of them? No. The guy playing Pinhead? Nope. Now, what was his shtick in, in New Jersey? Was he just there to sign his... Was he dressed yeah. as Pinhead? No, he wasn't dressed. Well, he's doing that now, but before, he was just there signing stuff. As yeah, t- go, typical convention. Is he the know? Pinhead in all the other Pinheads? Except for the last one. They replaced him. When, when what about the, the one that's shooting now? I have no idea. They should. They don't bring him in. Unless he, he looks they're not going to bring him in. Will he be like older Pinhead? Pinhead new guy. He played Pinhead father. He has like a Pinhead beard. Beard of Pinhead. I think it'll be sort of like you know that new Star Wars film with you got Harrison Ford in there. You know, and yeah. So bring Pinhead back. Maybe maybe uh, little Pinheads. Mm -hmm. Son of Pinhead. They do have different Cenobites throughout the series. It's it's mainly just him. I don't get the Cenobites. They just. I mean, they didn't do anything. They they kind of the chatter guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and the uh, girl with the larynx thing opened up. Did they? Were they the ones whipping spears or just just or whipping? Oh, come on, Hassan! You can't kick the mic like that. Whip? Did he, <laughs> was he whipping hooks? Were they all whipping hooks? No, it was just that's his thing. That's... Well, you see, at least he had personality in the sense that he was willing to make a deal with her. Okay, let me ask. But this then the this girl... movie was made in when? 1987. Yes. yes. What other horror movies? Um, let me see if I can Google. What, what other horror movies came out in the eighties or I want to I want to know nineteen. I want to see what was out that that that, that uh, same time. Oh, thank you. Find me a list of horror movies made in nineteen eighty seven. Stand by. Wow. Okay, Evil Dead Two is better than Hellraiser. Uh, slightly. <laughs> Lost Boys is very good. Look at that. Hellraiser, Monster Squad. I've never seen that. You, yeah. Wolfman has nards. You've never seen Monster Squad. Oh, yeah. Near Dark. Near Dark is the. Have best. you seen that yeah, one? Yeah, I have. That seen was it. great. So I'm going to revise. This. Creep Show Two, Prince of Darkness. I don't John know. John oh, I hated that one. Uh, the titles were. You know that movie. And you're was right. Nightmare on Elm added. Street. The titles. Were oh, that was '87. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Nightmare on Elm Street Three. Sorry. About oh, that, that was a good one. What? Which one? Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. One and three are the best. Really? Yeah. yeah. So this was a stiff competition for this. So it's amazing that this one. That year. Well, Near Dark is one of them. What's the other one? Yeah, Lost Boys. Yeah. That was like a real smorgasbord for um, yeah. pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> Corey <laughs> Feldman might disagree. And Corey Haim, yeah. Were... <laughs> oh, my God. No, I think he named uh, a guy every from that movie. Pod... That guy. Um... It was John Grissom. John Gissom. Get, I uh, he was alleged to have molested Corey Feldman on the set. He brought his name up. He yeah, said he it. brought his name up. Yeah, yesterday. Is every podcast now going to have some pedophile story or some the ones we do? Today. I, I, tr- <laughs> I tried to avoid it with this one, but we went to Lost Boys. So sorry. What are we going to do? Well, I did that. I looked at eighty-seven. So Evil that Dead was two. actually a good year for horror movies. I will say. That well, was a good it's year. Lost Boys, Evil Dead Two, uh, Prince of Darkness. Yeah, Michael was... Keaton didn't do anything, did he? I mean, if you want to, if you want to talk about having yeah. like one location and having a horror film, yeah, obviously on, Sam Raimi did amazing yeah. job. Yeah, but he with, didn't just have true. a stairwell. He did not have a stairwell. <laughs> Wait, hey, Sam well, there was a staircase down into the the, the basement. basement. Yeah, Sam Raimi, Raimi did what? Evil, Evil Dead, Dead Two, huh. and Evil one, Dead Two, and Army of Darkness, and Army yeah. of Darkness. Yeah, yeah. seen Evil Dead. What? What? Oh boy! <laughs> you didn't see Ar- <laughs> Evil Dead Two? I didn't see Evil. Dead. Lost Boys? No. Oh, man. Look at this. Where right. am I this supposed is, this to is find our the time? The time. You did yoga today. How long did that take? An hour. You're going to watch a horror movie during that? It's not enough to watch a movie. I know. That's, you probably were trying to watch uh, Marathon Man while you were doing that? No, no, no. I did that way before. Okay. Okay. We did that weeks ago when we recorded that one. So... so I just want to say. By the way, you've done a good job selling e- your movie. E- even though it almost makes me think the even movie's though, not as bad as I thought. Even, even though those movies are great, like Evil Dead and Nightmare on Elm Street Three, they still don't have the themes that Hellraiser has. The transgressive themes. Okay. And I think that's yeah. what makes it stand above those. I'm not going to say that it's better than those, but it stand out from those. Okay. Those other horror movies kind of well, have the, like more one-dimensional. Well, Clive Barker like. was willing to go places that other horror movie people weren't. Yes. And that's what made him interesting. But also, it, too, it I, I know I, I read a bunch of his stuff, and then I just thought too much. You know what I mean? I just be probably you know. Did you ever read H.P. Uh, Lovecraft? I've read some of it. Yeah. It's like. 
like mountains of the mountains of you know the Antarctica mountains. Yeah, that, it's like it's great, and then it just keeps going, you know. And after a while, it sucks. I'm like, I sit there reading that, thinking, why isn't this a movie? It's in public domain. I can write it. And then it keeps going on. And it's like it just piles too much on. And I don't know. I have that same fine feeling about Barker that he was going out of his way to try to make himself different than like Stephen King and some of these other people, and. Um, you know, because Stephen King, for all of his stuff, is actually very traditional. You know, I think he deals with a lot of traditional monster mythology. and Stephen like King? Yes, yeah, Stephen Yeah, but King. if you read what he wrote in It, which I've never read, uh, I've read all it. the sexual stuff those kids were doing. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, it I mean, was one scene. What? I'm sure yeah, they, it's they all like, have sex with her. Yeah, well. I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's more. Wait, but what? Okay, so let me ask you this. This movie comes out. Did, did any other movies, um, you know, copy it or homage to it or... Or the themes. That you, the, um, well, that well, that's the what twenty twenty fourteen that that came out right. So that was the, that was an homage to all slasher and horror movies. I, I honestly but can't I mean, think of any. Yeah, because you know it's in the consciousness. It's there. I know. There's nine Hellraisers. I know about Pinhead. I don't watch this stuff, but I know about him. So it's there. So it it did something, right? I mean, there's there's and is it Clive Barker? Is it? I, I frankly, I just think it's Pinhead, the the, the yeah. icon of him. His iconography is so strong. That I, that's I, I why think, people. I think that the visuals are what, like, really, you know. It is great makeup. It's great makeup. There, we didn't talk about the scene where uh, Ashley, or not Ashley, it's the actress Kirsty is having an, or I'm sorry, Kirsty's boyfriend is having a nightmare, where oh god, we were just standing, watching that, yeah. She's standing in front of this bed with these feathers falling everywhere, and there's this body under the bed, and just blood starts flowing. Now and that, she's watching it. Kirsty is watching it. Kirsty, and you're wondering, is this snow? And they didn't have any snow, so they went with feathers from a pillow. And then it's blood, and you hear a baby crying. still a strong image so i feel like it a lot of it it's the strong imagery is what makes it stand out as well, well the, as like thematically it's if not, you watch number two it two is all imagery no structure I, again I that movie yeah. literally you could reverse i didn't move even shot. bother trying to you could move shots around push shots it wouldn't matter because it's all just imagery it's just the nightmares never end for a young woman memories of her father's skin corpse her uncle's reanimated body but the worst is yet to come. Oh, so I thought it was just going to be the same thing again. That in description sounds form. awesome. Yeah. Right there. What's yeah. that movie? How Bound to. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, the cover for this one looks more like yeah, the but story is conventional like... other than the incestual relationship stuff. The story is conventional. And somebody, he's dead. You know, I mean, it's act one, act two, act three. It's very conventional. 
you know, it's only the elements and the visuals that are really make it strong. And I don't blame the bad acting on the actors. I think they were bad. I don't think. Oh, I don't. I think they were probably badly directed. That's, that's what I think. Too. I mean, that you know, that's the hardest thing I think for um, newcomer directors is to how to handle the actors. Yeah, sure. Especially in something like this, which is kind of complicated, you know, yeah. and how what these people are feeling, you know, and the director's supposed to be the one who's supposed to modulate. And I, I think he failed to modulate, you know, how these people were supposed to be feeling at any given time. So, um, and, you know, for a, um, compare, you know, for a first-time director, it's not bad. Compare this to, like, what was that, um, what was that, not Jim Jarmusch, the one where the, something, Eraserhead or something like that. You know? David Lynch. Yeah. Hmm. You know, uh, compare this to that. That's, a, you know, which is another kind of weird, disturbing kind of a film. And, um, you know, it's not, you know, I think where this fails, where some other interesting um, independent films succeeded, is in the sense that this is really, although it's transgressive, as you say, it really tried to be a mainstream movie. It wasn't an art film. I think if he put aside the the mainstream sensibility, like this is going to be a horror film that's going to open, well, back then, probably 500 theaters, you know, if he put that aside and, and went a little further in making it even weirder, it would probably be, you know, considered a great art film of the eighties or something. But it can't the the acting is just too bad. It's just you just can't. You can't get above I can't get beyond how bad I mean, yeah, I can I can appreciate the effects, I can appreciate the the fact that, you know, for the money they had, what they pulled off was pretty good, but the acting is just so horrendous. Mm-hmm. And whose fault is that? I mean, I've seen the you know, I've seen Robinson in other movies, and you go, it couldn't have been him. It can't yeah. be. You can't be that. You can't be that good in one and this bad in another. It's got to be the direction, and it may be that they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, that he was making it up as he went along. Yeah. Well, so I mean, he was a writer. Okay, it's but still, like he, he's directing not, a movie. I'm, I'm looking not, at it. I'm looking. It's not at, like he was a photographer. Or anything. Doesn't matter. I'm looking at it as a movie. I don't care. Writers okay. spend their time in rooms by themselves. That's fine. Know, so he directed badly, and it made a crappy movie for me. Now, forget all – you're right. As a writer, his transgressive themes are all in there. But his execution was terrible in my in my mind. But I couldn't take my eyes off it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I couldn't. I think, and that thing at I the end with the, the good... face and the Jesus – what's he say, Jesus? Jesus, Jesus wept. wept. Jesus wept. I mean, the, uh, small... where did – Where did that come from? Uh, who, that's, that's the Bible. It's the, the yeah. shortest verse in the Bible. Well, at the well, grave think, of Lazarus, yeah, right. really? they the say whole... Jesus wept. Yeah. That's the shortest verse of the Bible. Interesting. Wait, 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 what? It's See, this movie may be more complicated than I'm giving it credit for. When Lazarus was dead, and he caused Jesus got there too late to heal him, Jesus stood at the grave and it said Jesus wept, and it's the shortest verse in so the Bible. So it's like because he's about to die and he can't be brought back to life, that's why he repeated it. And the use of this in the movie? No, I think it was just just ironic. They were going to yeah. use fuck you. Yeah. But uh, Robinson said, let me just try this one. Yeah. And he did Jesus wept, and they kept that in. Is that really there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that IMDb. Is, that is that is actually a, a, such a cool line to yeah. put in there. Yeah. Plus that it's like alien, you know. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, you're right. There are some themes in here that are pretty, you know, heavy. And it's good that, you know, considering that it's that's the a character's last so... line, you would think that the writer, who is a writer, would have come up with the classic line of that that the actor just on the spot I don't know on the spot but kills I mean, it kills it you know by coming up with something even better yeah but how many you know times? that's good but that's what that's what collaborative filmmaking well, is about that's right you know uh, you, uh, well let's talk about it you're going to need a bigger boat I yeah. think was an ad ad lib yeah I don't think that was in the script so yes I agree with you yeah 
All right. I think you successfully. Well, no, no, no. We, I, I, Hassan, did you ever give your full opinion on this one? Yeah, I said it's. Uh, it's terrible. It's we good. heard. We <laughs> heard what we need to hear from him. Okay, we've heard. I, I just always I just, want Hassan. I understand, and I appreciate. We're that. We're trying to hit some demographics. I actually think. Him. I actually think uh, Al sold this one pretty good. Yeah. I have to. I have to say, it's changed my. I don't know if I ever watch it again, but I did, did. I think it should. I think people should watch it at least once. I don't disagree with that. Um, Whether you love it or hate it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. You should. I mean, again, because he's so iconic, the character, and knowing those themes, and maybe I'm just too stupid when I watch these movies and I don't care about the themes. Um, knowing that theme and, 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 and what you explain, it kind of helps a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> because I just some of the stuff I just can't get past. If I met Pinhead, I'd probably like it more, too. I think, yeah, or his girlfriend. Or his girlfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Well, that's another... Uh, Episode. Episode. Do we rate it or do we... I'll rate it. Is it five barrels? No. No, I, no, no, I mean one out of five or the five. Five, the five, five yellow good. barrels are the that's the top. I'm I'm gonna say a one and a half barrels. Give it two. I'm gonna give it it's weird because I'm gonna give it one and a half too, but I liked it a lot better than you. Yeah, you did. But as a film, you know, I there's a lot I liked about it, but as a but film, you're, it still as a, doesn't as work. a you, you you are a you understand things. Like subtext better than yeah. I than I can, so that makes sense. I what would you give it? I give it, I'm giving it the same one you did, one and a half. Oh, oh I didn't hear that. But like I like it better. Point yeah, three, one and a, one point five three. Yeah, one point five three. No, it's half. Okay, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I give it a five out well, of five. Of five I wouldn't expect anything. <laughs> that's a big number. I didn't even give Birdman well, a, a five out of five. You didn't? What'd you give it a four? Yeah. Well, good for you. Proud of you, kid. Um, all right, well, there Suck you go. It. Five out but of five. I'll say this: you did. A, you, I'll give you five barrels of of the way you sold it. Okay, you sold well, it very you. well. And um, it's good for you to walk in here with Hellraiser. Yeah, on the you wore a t shirt. That is it's a, fantastic. You know, and you wore right. a t shirt. Well, there you go. We'll see what happens. I think I pick the next. Well, we're just gonna round robin the, the picks. We don't know who it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be me. But well, um, you're the boss. So. There you go. <laughs> so uh, that's it. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Thanks. You'll hear us next time. I'll be there safe. Please join us next time as we discuss the film Cinema Paradiso with a special guest. And also, please visit our website at yippiekayemotherpodcast.com.